0: Hi everybody and welcome to the latest edition of Dublin Tech Talks Podcasts. As always, we are delighted to be partnered with Icon Accounting, one of Ireland's leading contract solution providers. If you are needing accounting advice or considering setting up your own business, please reach out to the guys at Icon Accounting. On today's show, we have greeted early CEO of Capella. Capella is an Irish business that is working with businesses to ensure their employees have a safe working environment, whether they're working from their main office or from home. They have a technology-led solution that can address employers, liability around staff working safely from home. Hope you enjoy Thank you, Corina Turley, founder of Capella, being on the show today. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So Capella, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself, about your business and and kind of what problem you're you're here to solve?
1: Yeah, sure. So this time a couple of years ago, I was... um, running a business that designed Beautiful Offices. Um, and we were very much into employee engagement and staff retention. And you know, there was a, there was a huge piece of work around that and we were doing very well. Um, this time last year, uh, it became really clear to me that uh, companies wouldn't be spending money on the Beautiful Offices anymore. And that, that uh, people uh, that I had been working with for years really needed my help around how they were gonna manage staff working from home. So while traditionally um, I would have been kind of um, um, dealing in design and, and uh, employee engagement for the office, we took all of our experience and all of our resources really and we put it into, um, into coming up with a solution um, which involved technology um, to support employers with staff who were working from home. Um, obviously, you can't go out to people's houses and, and do a full ergonomic assessment and set up with them anymore. Um, our insurance company would have a huge issue with that. But so we so we developed a solution that is uh, an online um, solution where em- employees um, just log in remotely and activate their account and go through uh, online training and then an online risk assessment.
0: Okay, great. And... We'll get more into the into the actual tool sure. in in, in, a, in a couple of minutes. Um, when when did, you know, companies were a bit reluctant, obviously, to work from home. We're all working from home now, or the vast majority of us, and it will be a large emphasis for businesses moving forward. Um, you know, what do businesses have to do to rethink that? You know, non-physical space. What do you know? What would you be there? You know what would the first thing you'd look for talk to when you engage in a business?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I
0: suppose just
1: there's a different statistic on every website you look at, but basically over 80% of the world went remote suddenly uh, yeah. in March of 2020. And most businesses, over half of those businesses had never done that before. And it had never been part of their policy. It had never been uh, something that they went looking for. And um, a year on um, businesses are making it work. And, um, some more than others. Uh, we're working with a lot of companies around their policy going forward. What's the future of work going to look like for them? So we're kind of beginning to bring back in the design of what um, a workspace in the future will look like. And what we're finding is a lot of clients are saying, okay, my lease is up in, in a month or so. So I'm gonna hand back one floor of the building and I'm gonna make a collaborative space where people can dip in and out of when they need to collaborate with their colleagues and there will be hot desks and it'll be properly designed and socially distanced. But ultimately working from home is part of the future of work. And that's absolutely the message we're getting. You're getting the three day, two day split in some companies and how companies address that and the supports they put in place for staff. That's really important. That's what 2021 is gonna be about.
0: Yeah, it was um, anybody who had listened to me about six, seven months ago, I was saying this very point that businesses now have to consider people working from home and when they're interviewing them or when they're assessing them for to join the company is what what's their physical workspace going to be so when I saw you on the on the news last week it was um you know my my ears picked up because I, I feel it is going to be a an area that I think a lot of business was businesses will be caught on the hop um and working from your kitchen isn't working from home two, three days a week. So the physical space is going to be really important. Yeah. So uh, as a business or as a technology tool, how, how are you solving that problem then for businesses?
1: Yeah. So it, it's funny, It just going back on what you said there, uh, you know, everyone has a wellness budget and they're putting it into, um, or all big companies have wellness and they're putting it into wellness. But I feel like um, people aren't looking at the actual physical well-being of the person sitting in the space. Um, and you know, you're know you seeing people all this time later and they're, they're suffering from migraines, they're suffering from backache and they've been sitting on a stool. So by law companies have to um, in, inform themselves of the workspace. You're just as liable for an employee working in the office or working at home if they're working for you. And that doesn't mean that if they fall in the shower at 11 o'clock at night, they're gonna sue the employer. And to be honest with you, we're seeing what's coming through and that's not coming through. You know, the idea of frivolous claims, that's not coming through. But what we're doing is giving... uh, So addressing the the legal liability, first of all, addressing what the employer has to do by law in a really slick way and in a, in a kind of hands off way for the employer, we get um, a list of email addresses and um, we work with GDPR consultants and we'd be quite heavily data regulated. Mm-hmm. So you literally you send us the email addresses of your of your uh, employees and then an activation code goes out to the employee in an email. They um, They jump on to to our portal. They set themselves up and they go into the first set step would be like a consent page. So everyone knows what this is for. This is designed to support employers in in the liability. So when they move into the training, the training is time stamped. So we know that they did it. Um, And that's all important. You know, everyone's really, really busy, but this is important. So we know they've done it. Then they go into a questionnaire that's that's based around what you need to know uh, by law as an employer, and then a few extra questions. So, we're also trying to address, um, even going back to our roots in employee engagement. You know, this is a really important tool to to um, show your employees. Um, that you you do care and that you are interested in their well-being while working from home. And it's a really good touch point afterwards for the manager to go back and talk to the employee and say, listen, I got your report, I see here, you know. And it's that touch point that a lot of employers are looking for in all of this to engage with their employees. Then you upload a a photograph of your desk and your chair. And we have software in the background that measures that up in, in terms of compliance. Um, And then there's the human factor as well. All that information comes in together. And uh, um, one of the uh, ergonomic managers in the business would sit down, look at everything and do a formal um, risk assessment. But they're getting um, a lot of the kind of the measurements and stuff like that from the software.
0: Okay, and and is it the same, uh, you know, I'm guessing the same rules apply for at home as in the office if you're, you know, X amount of space in the desk. You know
1: sure yeah it's a little bit uh, obviously you know what? the health and safety authority isn't there to, to trap employers it's very collaborative and um, if the employee uh, there are certain criteria that the yeah. employee has to meet at home to be safe you can't sit on a stool or a beanbag for a year and um, you know so certainly there's there we'll see straight away if there's a problem or not and where this is really handy for employers is that that we'll At the click of a button, you'll be able to see any high risk cases. So if you have 100 employees, you're not trolling through loads of emails and photographs and questionnaires to try and find the one that needs to be dealt with. You get that in one click of a button from from us and you'll be able to deal with them straight away. And then as as a company, you can decide whether um, you want to, what policy you want to implement, whether you want to send everyone a chair, whether you want to send out the chairs from the office, whether you don't want to um, uh, get into big furniture bills and maybe you just talk to people about a more suitable space in their home or something like that. But what we're seeing, there are a few clangers that really do need to be dealt with. And as an employer, you need to deal with them. And you'll see some people who are kind of saying oh my back hurts and, and stuff like that and you need to help those people but what we're seeing isn't that bad to be honest with you i sometimes think employers are afraid to open up a can of worms but it's, it's like going and checking your bank account and you're afraid you have no money and you look in it and actually you're doing okay to Do yeah. know that you, there's a couple of things you need to address but you can pay the rent this month and and that's what this is
0: about yeah you, you kind of mentioned just something there about nearly the, the ostrich the business keeping the head in the sand till that it 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 this is a very important area for businesses. Um you know it's it's the health and safety of your employees. Um it's being being proactive rather than the reactive side of of you know HR or you know whoever is going to be responsible for this. Have you have you seen over the last three, six months a, a more proactive business led conversations or is it still very much a you know, a slow burner for, for organizations? So different organizations are handling it in different ways. Some of the large
1: organizations tackled it like head on um, in the early days and have um, rollout of this implemented. And, you know, they're they're finishing off going and talking to every employee. And um, SMEs are, are more tentative. And um, I suppose there's two aspects to it. And um, you have to do it by law and um, so it will have to be done and you know who knows when we're actually all going to be vaccinated and when um, strict implement implementing uh, working from home is going to be lifted um, but this will be part of the solution going forward so it's something that employers have to do but you need to do it from um, just an employee engagement and wellness um, point of view take some of the wellness budget and put it into the physical body of the person, you know, and absolutely there's a place for houseplant uh, clinics and, 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 and yoga. And, and there is that kind of that collaboration with your, with your colleagues, uh, you know, that you really want. But there is also a place for the, the physical body that is that, you know, people just don't know how to do this and, and they shouldn't have to, you know, and um, it, it, it's easily explained. Ours is a half hour process.
0: And uh, the difference it makes to people is huge. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm completely behind. I, I when I started working from at home, it was the first. I first thing I did was buy a good chair. Um, I was working, I think, on the kitchen chair, and it yeah. was the first thing. First thing I bought, and the difference it made. Um, even the the where your screen is based, and you know your desk and everything like that. I, you know, I I interviewed lots of people uh, during the week and. It, you'd be scared of the amount of people who are still working in a in a non-safe working space like that and, it's, and, and if people want to be allowed or seen to work from home I, I truly believe that they have to create a space within their you know house or wherever to to do that and it's you know it's great to say if you do have the space to be able to do it it's, it's the people that can't do it uh, and, and how would you on, on that, you know, a lot of people live in one bed apartments, or you know, in a, in a, in a co work or co living space. Is, is there a way around that for businesses, or how would you kind of go about advising on that?
2: Yeah, so um, there's a lot that can be done on that, and and when when the employer gets the the risk assessment, it's a risk assessment by employee, and there will be things called out, and there will, will be what we call a, in health and safety parlance and. Um, and control measures. So suggestions on how to fix it. Some of them are actually um, tweaks that will make a huge difference. If you have someone who is not safe working from home, who is sitting in a shed with cans of paint above their head on shelves they have put up themselves, and you know, from from old-fashioned health and safety, that's that's a no-no. And if that person has no other place to go, and um, then what, what we're finding with employers is that the employer is having a conversation about that person going back into the office in a safe uh, environment, in a managed socially distance way, because whether it's that or it's real mental health issues where someone is um, locked in the same room that they sleep in and it's a tiny room and they spend all day there, it's, if, if it's not suitable for them, and um, the company will, will make a decision and they'll talk to them like, you, you know, they'll talk to the employee and see what works for them. See, is there somewhere for them to go? Um, and inevitably, there will be somewhere else for them to go. But if none of that works, then as an employer, you'd have to say to yourself, can I stand over the fact that, that my employee is safe working in that environment? And if you had a if you had a company van and you sent it in for a service and they told you the brakes, were pretty much gone, but you said to yourself, "God, you know, I don't want to be getting into brakes now, um, and I'm going to let I'm going to let our delivery driver drive that round, and it'd be very rare that brakes would go, and he's going to have a crash, and um, so I'm going to take a chance on that. It's it's kind of when you put it in that context, it's, it it kind of just um, begins to make sense in terms of health and safety, and um, so yeah, it, as a company." The, the management team will end up, when they get this report, sitting down and having a chat about what, as a company, they want to do going forward. And, and we're, he- we're here to help them with that. And um, we're finding a lot of our of our clients have have turned this into part of an induction process for new employees joining. So we might, <clears throat> excuse me, we might do 100, we might do 10, we not, might do 50. But then as new employees join um, on our system, you have your own dashboard as a company and you can pop in and just upload a new email address and get a new and um, a new uh, uh, assessment carriage.
0: Okay brilliant I'm, I I won't take up much more of your time um just with the maybe the last point with with um the you know the remote working strategy going to be rolled out for the you know very soon I I, I believe um what should businesses do moving forward apart from obviously engage with yourself straight away? Um, what, what should businesses make as a priority? Maybe the, the top three things they should be doing, um, or should, if they're not already looking at this as, as a, as a problem.
2: I, I think, um, um, I could probably think about that all weekend and come back to you with three points, but I think the most important thing and um, just talking to you here now is don't drift into, um, the future work for your organization. And um, actually put some thought into it um, and, and sit down and decide uh, what you're gonna be as a business, uh, how you're gonna support uh, your employees and uh, if they're working from home, how you're gonna support them while coming back into the office when all this begins to, to lift and how you're going to, or how you want to address that collaboration between employees that's missing now um, if you had ten employees who all have huge home offices and don't have children bursting through the door, which could happen here any second, <laughs> um, you know, maybe your productivity has, has shot right up and you and you love it, and you're an introverted person. Um, but most businesses are seeing a real mix, and and we ran our own survey here in Capella. You know, are you missing that Friday feeling? Do you want do you want to go and have a drink with your with your colleagues, or 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 go and have a coffee? afternoon in the, in the canteen and funnily enough it was a 50 50 split mm. so you can't assume anything and uh, what you need to do is talk to your employees talk to as a management team and decide the future of work in your organization
0: yeah no thanks mill as a person that didn't think they'd miss going into the office every day i do i do miss that going for a walk or for a coffee or you know
2: well maybe that's the hybrid model and yeah. that's what everyone's talking about
0: I, I really I really think the hybrid model will come back in. There's people who will want hundred percent remote and that might be working for an organization that's outside of the country or county. But uh, I, I personally think a two two day three-day week will be the norm on a on yeah, a, I think so. I, I think so
2: too. I think so
0: too. Well uh, no, thanks Mill for your for your time today. Uh, if people want to get in contact with you, what's the best way? Is it through LinkedIn directly? In contact
2: with me through LinkedIn, and um, Queen Turley. Uh, in in contact with me on
0: the website as well capella capell i'll put all that information at the bottom thanks, William. but thanks Emil, for your time today it was really interesting yeah. and I we'll talk to you soon and that was carina turley ceo of capella we hope you enjoyed that talk i think it's a really important area for 2021 uh, health and safety working from home is, is going to be massive um if you like what you heard please follow us uh, hit the subscribe button follow us on linkedin Um, comment, like, share. Um, We always love to hear you. Um, Thanks for joining. See you soon. Bye-bye.